What's up, Overcomers? It's a brand new year, brand new podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, write us a review, and let's start this year off right. My guest today is retired UFC MMA fighter Ian McCall, and he came on the podcast today to talk about this next phase of life that he has, where he is helping veterans and athletes overcome depression, anxiety, loss of identity, because these people are some of the most talented people And when they come home, they start to go, what now? Then depression sets in, anxiety sets in, feelings of who am I without my professions, thoughts of worthlessness comes in. And Ian sits there and goes, hey, I've been there. I know what you're going through. I know what those voices in your head are saying. And if you're open and willing, I'll walk with you. And for me, what worked best for me was psychedelics. There's been a ton of research on psychedelics and the benefits of overcoming depression, anxiety, eating disorders, quitting smoking, all these things. There was a study that was just put out in November of 2020 that John Hopkins spent $17 million in research, and they did a comparison between psychedelics versus antidepressants. After a four-week period, the antidepressant control group had a reduction or improvement in depression of 9%. Whereas the psychedelic controlled group after four week period had a reduction of depression or improvement in depression of 71%. And that's one of my goals of this podcast is to have people of all walks of life talk about and discuss different modalities and different ways that they've overcome. And that's one thing that Ian does beautifully is he goes, listen, this isn't for everybody. This has just worked for me. And if it worked for me, maybe it can work for you. And if you're willing and open to try I'm here for you. If not, no worries. And, you know, Ian is just one of the nicest people that I've met in a long, long time. And he is just out there making a difference. And so please welcome Mr. Ian McCall. Mr. Ian McCall, thank you so much. I know you are very, very busy man lately, doing a lot of conversations and we've been texting back and forth. You know, one thing that I'm coming to learn a little bit more in life is to listen to those whispers, you know, when things kind of just come up and so many times we like stop or don't hear it. It was so interesting. Your name kept coming up up over the last probably two months. You know, I had Jared from the Dirty Heads on. He was talking about you and then had some other people at the gym that I go to just randomly heard your name on the side. And then yesterday I was just talking to a buddy of mine. It's like, yeah, I got um, Ian McCall on and another mutual friend that we know, Chewy, was like, oh, I used to train with with him back in the day and we grew up in the same area so something's telling us to come together and i love what you're doing i love what we're going to talk about today and i just love i love the mission i love the heart that you got going on so i really do appreciate your time I'm sincerely well thank you very much uh <clears throat> i am extremely busy now and it's become a very efficient uh, i was told by someone i love one day not that long ago you know where is your energy going where is your energetic output going um, and yeah, obviously us both growing up in Orange County, you know, I was yeah. born in Newport, you grew up there, um, in the same city at one point, I'm sure. Yep. It, we, we do have a lot of mutual friends. It's a small place, the bubble, the, the orange curtain. It's, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. It's a special place that's, uh, ever evolving. And, and, you know, it has its ebb and flow of moral compass being straight or not. Um, you know, when you get this many people with this much money and, access to whatever you want um yeah it, it's it's weird it's right. a strange place 
especially you know recently with the whole you know election and whatnot it, it was just it was wild it's still wild here <laughs> so so weird so odd but let's get right right into it because i know my time with you is limited so i want to get right into it so a an elite level athlete um your whole entire life you know you've been to the top of the mountaintop in mma fought the greatest fighters been there done that and now you transition into this next phase of life and so i know you're you're doing a lot of things but let the listeners know kind of what's this next phase of life what's kind of what do you got going on right now and then i want to kind of go into some of the modalities and some things that i some questions that i got for you well my life has turned into a business the mccall method Uh, and i know everyone thinks it's all about psychedelics which that is a portion of it that's one of the tools we use uh, but biohacking as a whole, I mean, it starts with waking up every morning and smiling and laughing in the mirror. Like, if that's what you have to do, that's what I had to do. Yeah. You know, when I had a David, when I was listening to David Goggins' book or to his motivational speeches. Been there. Just trying to, you know, climb myself out of bed and, and, um, you know, be motivated to get out there and work hard again, even though you, uh, do want to kill yourself at times, you yeah. know, or you are, you know, insanely depressed and just stuck in the mud. You know, you have to learn to get out of it and, and no one is going to do this for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it for you. That's for sure. I already did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to show you the tools. I, I have a, a plethora of tools that, um, involve a lot of things that are going to help fix you and, mm-hmm. uh, help you fix yourself, basically. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, you did, and I know this is part of your work. There are so many different facets of, of your work, but this is just part of them. But I think it's so valid. And I know I went through it is that, you know, when you're a fighter for as long as you are, that's, that's your identity. That's who you are. And then, you know, in 2018, you retire. And then now who the, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You're not a fighter anymore because if I said, who are you? You'd be like, Oh, I'm a UFC fighter. But that's, that's what you do. That's not. Who you are. And so, and I know that's been in movies and stuff like that, but so many times, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, say, who, who are you? I'd be like, well, I manage $580 million, 22,000 associates in this $8 billion company. Um, oh, okay. Well, what, who, what else are you? And I would tell you everything that I do. I tell you all the things I'm with in this identity can really fuck with you because if you don't have a, a an identity, if you don't know who you are, I think that's where you get into some trouble. I think that's where the depression comes in. That's where, like, that's where you start to have those suicidal ideations. How have you done that? How's that process gone from changing and finally figuring out who you are versus who you were? Man, that that goes way back. You know, I started training and fighting when I was four, doing martial arts. Um, and as a person, you know, I've always been very healthy. My parents raised me very, very healthy with all the vitamins and supplements. And, you know, growing up in Orange County, I had access to everything, you know, um, well taken care of. But you have to think, you know, being, uh, I go this far back, being a premature baby, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things like that. My, your sense of self is torn from your gut biome at a young age. That's, you know, research Dr. Zach Bush. He'll explain it much better than I can. Um, so fast forward to losing your sense of self as a young person, you know, realistically a touch between your brain or your stomach to your brain where all your happy chemicals are made in your stomach to your brain that that's already 
that's already screwed up through yeah. soil and through our food. And th- I mean, th- th- this, this could go real deep, yeah. but uh, we'll just fast forward to the career. Um, I took a lot of damage. I mean, I put myself in the hospital snowboarding for a couple of days. I died of an accidental drug overdose. Um, uh, <laughs> I had a lot of brain damage mm. and with the amyloid plaque built up over your brain, once you're out of the sport, I mean, there's no access to, to trying to get out of that headspace. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you, you think of a normal person, normal, Quotation marks, uh, yeah, yeah uh, whatever that is, uh, average, which sure. even that I don't feel comfortable with calling people average, but some people are just average. Yep. So you have to be okay with that. Um, and maybe that's my own projection is saying, ah, oh, well, not average. You know, I have to project it on everybody. I, I don't know. I still got to figure that out. Um, <laughs> but, the, the 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 human path a life of a human mm-hmm. part of that 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 existence part of that journey is trauma is childhood trauma yeah you know and, and I, I that that that's insane but then you get to someone and and I don't mean to put down anyone's trauma because they're all they all manifest themselves the same they all do the same thing to us whether yeah. it's your mommy left you and you're a kid like I did or you you know grew up in a favela and you were abused or raped or you know whatever mm-hmm. it, the, 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 the the damage is the same when you look at a CT scan yeah okay uh, all that stuff stores in your tissue and then you get to a stage of obviously if you want to climb into a cage in your underwear <laughs> and beat someone up for blood money <laughs> or you want to go to war and and be a hired hand for murder on behalf of patriotism which yeah. I'm not again I'm not putting down either one of them because these are the people I work with yeah. But th- this is the way they explain it to me. So that's so interesting. Once again, I don't know what the universe is telling me, but you're now the third person in a row that has talked about childhood trauma. Do you know who Christine Hessler is or um, Steph, Stephanos? God, he's got such an awesome name. He's from Australia, but there are a couple. Okay. And I, I had definitely him, looked them up. I had them both on my podcast separately, and they both talked about they're really into childhood trauma. And it's so fucking funny because. Not to get into my story, but just the highlights. <clears throat> Mom left me at a liquor store when I was eight years old. Haven't seen her since until I was 18. She tried to sue me for an inheritance of like 18 grand. Dad was extremely physical, very verbal. And fast forward, I haven't talked to my dad in 10 years. My brother, I last thing I, I did, I still have a scar from the fact that I caved his teeth in because he <laughs> stole money from me. But uh, the reason why I say that is that all that trauma, here's my thought process. And here's a lot of thought processes of individuals is like, Ian, I'm 38 years old. All that stuff's in the past. That shit doesn't, I've, I'm over that. I don't have any, I don't have any anger towards that. I don't, I've, I worked all that, all that through. Like you can't be telling me that my childhood shit is affecting me at a 38 year old man. So what do you say to somebody like that? Cause don't you feel, I feel like that's the common thought process of dude, especially like I said, you're almost 40, Josh, you got to get over that shit. That was in your past. Well, you have something called the default mode network that is blocking all these things from you. Uh, they're not letting you resolve them. Uh, even if you've done 10, 20 years of EMDR or some sort of, uh, you know, psychotherapy, you, what sort of breakthroughs have you, have you paid this person way too much money to do yeah. over the, all these years when you have access to it with just ingesting a simple medicine, a natural substance? And again, I don't mean to advocate for psychedelics, but I'm not a doctor or scientist, so I can. <laughs> um, they can't take anything away from me, so this is this is why I stick my neck out on the line for people. 
these things heal, you know, and, and they heal you. They give, they let you do it yourself. Cause again, no one else is going to do it for you. And yeah. even to all the psychotherapy people are, are, I see a lot of programs written specifically for them because a lot of them come to us, people like myself and go, Oh my God, I can't, this is not, uh, wow. I realized that I was wrong. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the things that they're, they're doing just are, that they're, they're, no one is doing it right. I'm not doing it right. I'm still trying to figure this out, right. you know? So it's like, it's an, it's an evolving course of action that we're all looking to take. Um, and for deep, deep trauma, I mean, serious, mm -hmm. it, it, psychedelics is, is where you're going to fix it and the fastest. Why, why do you think that is? Well, again, that default mode network. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's going to drop that. We'll stay, we'll, we'll just stay with mushrooms. We'll okay. just stick there. That's my forte. Uh, obviously you can get the same interactions out of whether it's ketamine or, or ayahuasca, ibogaine. Uh, these all have similar properties, mm -hmm. varying things, you know, on the outside. But, um, let's just say the mushrooms, for instance, it, they will drop the, that, that, def, you know, your default mode network, the fear response mm -hmm. to where if you're sitting with your loved one, uh, you know, how doing couples therapy, which we actually wrote the first sort of program for that in psychedelics because it's a holding space for a loved one. Um, you hear that, Jeanette? We have a appointment we got to go to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah my well, wife. <laughs> and, you know, you can give and receive information and energy that you, you wouldn't be able to do yeah. otherwise. Or whether it's doing it in a shamanic setting, which is something that, you know, we're a part of. I would say we is, is myself, my fiance, my team. Or you want to do it in a clinical setting like Johns Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either way, uh, it is really just whatever's right for you. Yeah. Um. But but to be able to get in there and bring these traumas up because your body's going to block them out. And I do a crude little thing here, but I'm sure I don't know. <laughs> so think of your brain in a little circle here. Okay. Okay. A little box in the middle. The box that that's where all the bad stuff. That's where all the the hungry ghosts. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where they hide. Okay. You have four little doors on the outside. Uh, they're locked. Can't get in there. Default mode network. The key to get in there is psychedelics. It's science has shown. Right. You unlock the door, you open it up, and you can just peer inside and just go, holy shit, I didn't even know this happened to me. Yeah. Or I knew this, but I didn't know to this extent or how it would make me feel. And you have the emotion inside you. And yeah, you can purge with tears or throwing up or whatever it is, but you're able to to to, to work it out. Yeah. You know, and and again psychedelics are just one tool after you have a whole that's where the real work comes into play for us there's homework before mm -hmm. you know to, to figure out certain things about your about yourself your life um that you might not even know just off some simple things to fill out yeah um then you get into set setting and intention so mindset where's your where's your head at mm -hmm. setting where are you who are you with music things like that huge massively important people downplay music all the time and it is it is it's vibrations uh so man huge. it is so important uh and then you have intention you know you you sit in circle and you talk about it mm -hmm. I, I wish they would have played our our entire um ceremony on hbo i understand why they didn't it was it was really intense yeah, and, I wondered about that. And I had to put my own ego in check because I was like, what? Why are you not doing this? And, you know, Jordan Cronick is a, is a, a Emmy award winning producer and he gave me a few weeks and finally I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I love you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he goes, yeah, you, you, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If we can get that together and put it out in another fashion. Yes. But the adoring public 
cannot see that like mm-hmm. uh, uh, f- for what it is they have to learn more about the process yeah i think that psychedelics and cbt therapy whatever modality that is quote unquote accepted by the mainstream they are doing the same thing which is trying to get to the root cause of the issue because if you don't address the root cause you can never you can never move past it if you just sit there and have a discussion or or an argument or or a dispute with your significant other if you don't sit down and go you did this to me this is the way it made me feel if you just try to talk all surface you're never going to fucking fix it if you just <laughs> You just go into the dentist's office and just get pictures of your teeth, but you don't drill down deep to the root. You're never going to fix it. But what psychedelics do is that it allows you to get there like that versus three months, six months, eight years of therapy. And I'm not knocking therapy. I've been through it. It's fa- it's a valuable tool or additive. Yeah, it's just another tool. Exactly. You this is just allows you to get to that area faster and go, shit. Okay. That happened to me. This is the way it made me feel. Now. Like you said, it's that tool and then everything afterwards is the things that kind of help put um, put it back together. I was talking with Neil Brennan the other day, the co-creator of the Dave Chappelle show, mm-hmm. and we were talking about our ayahuasca experience and that's what led me to you. Yeah. So what let me – I got uh, Daniel Carcillo coming on. So it's this I big – Daniel. <laughs> this big – the car bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's this big train. But this is the reason I was talking to him is I really feel that psychedelics – kind of do this and this is just i have to use pictures but do you know what the japanese pottery um um project uh kintsugi is so it's one of the things i love about the japanese culture is there's always a meaning behind Behind something in in which i which i love (laughs) is that so it's a pottery it's just a regular pot but you have these like beautiful like beautiful pots these like um midnight blue pots you know the color midnight blue and they end up breaking well, they put them together with glue, but the glue is made out of gold. So now you have this midnight blue and you got this gold. And so now this beautiful pot becomes even more beautiful. And I feel like that's almost what psychedelic does. It gets to that that crack and kind of fills that in with, with gold and kind of allows you just to look at things, not in a unrealistic way, but just in a, in a more beautiful way. You know, hey, my dad was very physical to me and verbally abusive. But now that I look at that, I will just make sure that if or when I ever do have kids, that I, it's a learning. And so now I'm able to look at that process. Hey, it sucked for me, but look at they, how they much teach better. Us. Yeah. They teach us. I also teach parenting integration. I mean, not taking psychedelics with your kid, sure, but, but how to be a better parent with it, you know? And, and that gold, I posted a video on <clears throat> my Instagram link yesterday on my story. Uh, about new neural pathways being mm. being built, and those yes. neural pathways are memories. Those are experiences. Those are those sort of things. And the old are getting restored, which means you're healing them. You're healing the trauma that's now broken them or had broken them at one point, made them inflamed. And then you see new ones being built. You yeah. know that are all connected, like you know, mother mycelium itself. You know, so it's. Yeah, that that actually resonates with me a bunch because it's true, and you you see it happening. It was theoretical up until a few months ago, I think. Um, all the studies that I that I preached about and talked about, like they were a fact, because mm-hmm. I felt it in my own brain. I felt the healing in my own brain doing my own research. Yeah. Um, 
And then finally, I got called out on it once on a, on a panel too. Like, well, you know, you're, I was like, it was a bunch of doctors and scientists and stuff. And I was like, no, no, this is real. And they're just like, Hey, you can't back that up. And I go, I, I can because I know my body better than any of you. Yeah. Okay. I know, I know my body better than any of you know your body. Cause this is the, I, that's just what I did for a living my whole life. Yeah. And I know the process is happening cause I felt it. And like a week later, the, the thing came out and I just gloated in my own house. Just like, yes, I win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things that I love about social media. Social media is getting, in my opinion, gets a really, really bad rap. It's just a tool. It's a tool. It's like a hammer. You can either use it to build a house or you can hit yourself in the fucking eye with it. But one of the reasons that I love podcasts, I clump, lump podcasts and YouTube into social media is that it, it, it's 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 all it runs off the same so yeah they, yeah it's individuals like you individuals like jared from the dirty heads i've had mit professors people that sat on the board of mindfulness study for the brown university sit there and discuss verbatim what meditation will do and what breathing techniques will do versus actual medication and it beats them out virtually every single stretch of the imagination and no no disrespect to justin brewer he's an amazing guy he's got awesome books great guy but I got more feedback from Jared. I'm going to get more feedback from people like you because the bringing it full circle to social media is that you've been through the shit and that's who I want to hear from. I like doctors. I value them. You know, if I want to be cut open, I want them to do it. Not you. No offense. <laughs> but I, I want to hear from you because I really truly believe that stories can change the fucking world. And if you don't agree with me, there's one man who told stories and words came out of his mouth and 6 million people died in the Holocaust. That was one man because one guy's story. But you also have people like Martin Luther King because of his story changed the entire world. Yeah. And so I'm just stupid enough to think that my dumb podcast and I'm lucky enough to have people like you on to be like, hey, this is my story because somebody's going to hear that. And it's going to help that one person. And if it long, as long as it helps that one person, that's all I want to do with the rest of my life. That's all I want to spend every single waking moment, minute, because you don't know what it's like. I mean, you do, but people don't know what it's like sitting there in the depths of despair when you have a shock and you, and you taste that, that metal that I could still taste on my fucking lips. Your teeth on metal. Ugh. It's something I don't want anybody to experience. And so if I can have people like you on going, Hey, before you get to this spot that Josh and I were at, let me tell you, this will work and this has worked for me. And so that is why I want people to like you on. That's why I want you to ha to tell your story. That's why I want to have as many individuals like yourself and Neil and Daniel Cars um, Carcillo and Jared come on about and talk about the different modalities and have the people listening just use a shopping cart approach method and go, okay, breathing me method, great. Meditation's exactly. not for me psychedelics not for me psychedelics are for me so on and so forth and so i just think the more times we have these conversations the more times it will be widely accepted yeah and so that's the thing that i wanted to ask you and maybe i just answered it, i'm not sure but why is there such it feels like there's such pushback or feels like there's such negativity around psychedelics when the science behind it proves per data per john hopkins I mean, I, I, I had a whole list. I was like, I'm not going to read them, but I'm all about. <laughs> I, I know the list. They're all my emails. Yeah. I, I get, I get to see information before it comes out to the public. That's the, that's the cool spot that I'm in. Uh, I have some sitting in my email right now. I haven't reviewed 
about things from studies from universities from all over yeah and just the, the people that are doing them this is incredible and, and it's gonna take people like myself to put my neck out there i'll take the arrows i don't mm. care i've i do you think i'm fucking afraid of any of you guys out yeah. there no like what are you gonna say bad things about me and doubt me and the only thing that really um hurts is uh psychedelic discrimination against my family my 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 kids specifically my step my soon to be stepchildren uh my daughter myself you know her but um this is one thing that fixed that 100 percent yeah i and then you know my daughter is my everything my nine-year-old london and we're sitting in the car and god make me cry um i go hey baby you know i start start talking about it because there have been some things come up you know just about kids our kids being discriminated against Mm -hmm. potentially over this about what you know my my fiance is a ucla professor (laughs) i've been a scientist for 26 years we post science we don't i post some funny stuff because i'm i'm also like to pretend I'm funny, not just smart. Um, <laughs> She's way out of your league, by the way. But like yeah, I know, I know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but you know, knowing that 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 you know the kids can, they have the chance because we're we're here in, in Orange County. You have giant churches everywhere, and all these Christians that are you know to pop in their Xanax and wine at night, and you know abusing someone, children's loved one, whatever it is. And, but then they wake up in the morning and they have Jesus, so they're better than you are. Yeah. You know, I'm. I don't mean to stick it on those people, but that's what we're dealing with, right? Okay, and, and uh, but I'll leave them alone. <laughs> I, I look at my daughter and I explain the situation, and I go, you know, if you hear some things about Daddy as, as you're growing up, people might say some bad things about me because of my past or because of what I do now for a living. You know, I mean, I, I technically, you know, I help people take what they some people view as drugs, and and it's medicine. I'm just trying to help. She goes, Dad, stop. I'm like, well, okay, sorry. She goes. Why would I ever get mad at you or think anything of you besides what I love you when you're just trying to help people? I was like, oh, you're the coolest person ever. I was just driving. I was like, oh, oh my God, I love you. (laughs) Uh, And it's. But that's kudos on you. That's. I'm a really good dad. Like I was that, say, that is not. She's. She's. You need to give yourself credit too. That's. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I take it upon myself and I look and I go out of everybody. You know, how did I end up doing relationship stuff? I mean, I know I've had way too many of them, yeah. but like that's not, that wouldn't, that make, I wouldn't think that would qualify me as someone. <laughs> right. Uh, or, you know, having to, my, my, my life was a shit show for a long time, raising my daughter on, you know, mostly on my own, uh, for, you know, the first portion of her life. Yeah. I, I, I was like, how did I get this done? And I just, I went so far the other way, specifically having a daughter. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, okay, I can't be this guy anymore. This this guy does not was not working for me, um, and now I'm becoming the dad to, to another, you know, soon to be a young woman, you know, soon to be sixteen. Yeah, I have to lean left. I have to to do this. I cause, because this is what takes care of, of of my daughter. I'm a protector. I used to be a predator, uh, and you know, not the weird kind. I was a predator of other men in a cage. Yeah, that was willing participants. You know, um. And it's what do they say? You know, how do you how do you defend against bad men? Is is other highly trained good men? Yeah, you know who can do bad things, and and that's that's just how I look at it. You know, I, I'm I'm a, a preacher, soon to be reverend for a plant medicine church, um, called the Earth Temple. 
Um, and we have something called the Forza Sagrada. And we are the sacred force. We're the protectors. Is that what that um, means? Yeah. And, and I, I look at it this way is that we're not everyone in psychedelics is the same. You know, some of us, uh, are like myself, the fighters, the savages, the, the veterans, the guys that, like I said, they had to go out and, and do gnarly stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't always resonate with everybody because we're intense. We're, uh, offend- I, I can, I can just look offensive sometimes, <laughs> apparently. And, you know, it's just how it is. Yeah. It's just, you don't, you don't blend with everybody. So we're kind of, we found our niche and I found my group of people that I feel comfortable with. That's why I never did ayahuasca before is because it's that sacred to me. And I, and I, whether it was someone I met from South America who, again, a lot of these people are great. Yeah. Uh, some of them I was like, you <laughs> no, never. Sorry. Right. Sorry. I'm not sorry, but that's just, that's just life. That's like buying a car, car salesman doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um, like Joe Rogan says, every out of every hundred people, how many assholes are there? Maybe one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. more like 10. You know, and that, and that's me being, I guess, pessimistic, but, uh, you know, it's, it's getting in with the group that I got in with, which was on HBO, me, Bear Heart, yeah. uh, and Bree, you know, they're the head people at this church, um, are, are really teaching me a lot. Yeah. You know, I realized like, uh, maybe I, maybe I don't need to push it so hard on going into a life and a, a group of people that I was never comfortable around or it's just a new, it's new. It's yeah. so new to me where I, I just go, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to find myself recently yeah. and get back to me. And it's, and it's, it's got, it's brought me back to martial arts. I know it's funny because the, the, the thing that brought me back to martial arts the most wasn't seeing Figueredo and, and, and Moreno fight it out like that, that hard on the screen, which did kind of maybe go, oh, I can beat both of them. No right. problem. Got that <laughs> I, I still got it, bro. Uh, yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> nope, sorry, I'm old and broken. And I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, What's up, Overcomers? I want to give a quick shout out to two of our awesome sponsors and then get back to the episode. We are supported by Pure Spectrum CBD. Visit PureSpectrumCBD.com. Use promo code OCY at checkout. You're going to save 10% on your whole entire order. I cannot speak more highly of a company and a product than Pure Spectrum CBD. These products are all over the house. I use them every single day. I notice that when I use the black label drops under my tongue right before I go to bed, my sleep is exponentially better. I use the topical after coming back from the gym. I've noticed a help in reduction in inflammation. My wife uses the face moisturizer and the bath salts. This company is so amazing. They monitor the process from soil to oil. You will not find a higher quality CBD company on the market. And as CBD becomes more available, you need to make sure that you have the right stuff in a quality product. So visit PureSpectrumCBD.com. Use promo code OCY at checkout and save 10% on your order. That's PureSpectrumCBD.com. Promo code OCY. We are also supported by Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier, there's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. Listen, I love this company. I've tried a lot of meal kits in my time, and this is the best tasting meal prep or meal kit company I have ever had. I really believe that they are their number one meal kit for eating well. Everything comes pre-packaged. It comes directly to the door. The time, it's so affordable. I did the dollar cost averaging versus when I go to the grocery store versus just buy these kits. And sometimes these ones are exponentially more affordable. It is so good, so tasty. 
visit and go to greenchef.com slash overcoming 90. Use the code overcoming 90 and get $90 off, including free shipping. That is only for overcoming listeners. Go to greenchef.com slash overcoming 90 and use code overcoming 90 and get $90 off and free shipping. It was Kundalini Yoga, mm. you know, my Eastern philosophy. I, I've been a student of martial arts since I was four, yeah. black belts and whatever. You know, Kung Fu was my first thing. Oh, no way. So, uh, Kung Fu Sansu, and you th- I think Eastern philosophy, Chinese, Japanese, you know, my family on part of Toyota, so we were very Japanese-oriented. That's why I'm covered in Japanese tattoos. Yeah. And uh, just the culture I loved. Um, I still love. Um, you know, that's one of the things that it's taken me – 37 i'm 38 now but over this last year that's one of the things when i see by society standards i don't look at them this way by society standards a buck up or a um, misfit i just look at that person and go depending on how fucked up or how big of a misfit they are i always look at how big of a positive effect they could have it's almost like this like a um like a rubber band you know you were pulled back and I don't mean to air you dirty laundry, but you've told on podcasts before and growing up, you've been on um, drug addicted, um, sex addicted, you know, just a wild fucking yeah. MMA maniac. Do- dopamine addicted. Well, you know, this huge rubber band back. And if anybody were to see you back here, people would go, Shh, lost cause, dude. Yeah. And now you slingshot forward. But because you had all that tough, tough shit or all that hard shit happen, you're able to help so many more people. It goes back to what I'm saying is like, since I value your word more than I do a doctor, and that's not to lift you up because you're on the podcast, but it's just because you've been there. You know what that's like. And when when you're in a cage with the other person, when you're training another fighter, they know to listen to you because you've been there. Very few people have had that cage shut behind them. Very few people have had those suicidal ideations. Very few people have had to figure out how to overcome and transfer their identity. Very few people have done done the work that you have done and read the studies and do the talks and go on the po- podcast that you've done. And so energetic output. Yeah. That's what it's about. And that's why, you know, I, I go and sit with people that are amazing. I get to sit with incredible people and philosophize and do the work that I do. And then, you know, like last night doing the same thing, you know, during the day, mm-hmm. sitting in some beautiful mansion, doing some work with some very interesting individuals, we'll say. Um, and where do I choose to leave early to go to is Kundalini class. Mm. Why? Because I want to learn more. I want to know what, why, why was China and Japan sending, uh, people over from India to teach them the martial arts ways? Yeah. You know, why, why, uh, you know, why do I read articles every day? Listen to podcasts. Why am I now part of Fit for Service with Aubrey Marcus? Oh, nice. Um, myself and my fiance, you know, well, this is, this is my life and I take it really serious. And it, it's, it's, this is just what I do. I learn. I, I have yeah. to educate myself every day. Otherwise I get stagnant because I, I, I talk so much mm-hmm. on shows like this. I can't, I can't keep regurgitating information. Right. I've regurgitated the same information so many times to where now it sounds professional. Like I did, this, you know, like, I, like I'm really the scientist, you know, that I'm not the guy just reading it over and sure. over and over again in a million different forms, you know, and now I've gotten to that space where I'm, I am figuring out like my own real life studies and all this cool stuff we're doing. I'm yeah. part of, I'm part of the fabric 
now mm-hmm. of the science and the healing of all sides of it, even even the political side of it. Yeah. Which I'm, 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 I'm over. I'm just, I just, the political stuff is just, it's not my wheelhouse. And I just go, eh, you know yeah. what? Um, that has its place, but not, I just, I don't, I don't have it. But that was my first job in psychedelics. And I, I have, so I have to give them commends. Uh, Decrim CA, you know, that, that Ryan Menavar, I, I, it was a cool movement. Um, but it's just, again, it's not my scope that I'm looking yeah. to do. This is a total one off question, but I see the, the energy that you put forward when you start to talk about that. So you and, elite level individuals whether it be in fighting whether it be in business whether it be whatever you have this like like obsessive gene oh yeah and you <laughs> yes. do you think that's can you cultivate that or do you think you're kind of born with it uh you because can, i wish you, i had that you could cultivate it um but that would turn you into a trophy parent uh because mm-hmm. that's the, that's the age i would think it would have to be beaten into you or i shouldn't say that this is yeah. with, with a parent and a child uh yeah but for me it was beaten into me not, not through physical violence through well let me rephrase that <laughs> it wasn't beaten into me through physical abusive violence from my family it was beaten into me by i'm scared for my life training with a bunch of grown men when i was 15 14 years old i had to get better i had to do it you know, um, and I'm sure I had the obsession to go in there day in and day out. And I think that, that was, I'm lucky to have that born into me, but I, I've, I've seen it and I've beaten it into people myself, mm-hmm. young fighters who need it. You, okay, you, you want to do this for a living? Are you fucking serious? Are you serious right now? Get up off the mat. I'm going to put you down again. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm not saying that's healthy, right? but this is what they signed up for. Just like getting into a cage in front of everyone on TV. I'm going to kill this motherfucker if you don't stop me. That's the mindset you have. Yeah. Those are the words you use. And of course, I I, I don't even like saying those words anymore. I don't like watching my own fights anymore. Mm. Like, seriously. (laughs) Especially some of the, the, I mean, I watched a fight I had in Mexico when I was a kid. I bludgeoned some poor guy so bad. And I laugh everything off. But I, I almost started crying. I, I don't, I, I, that's how far away I am from this now. And it's, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a step back to where I just go, okay, I can just, I can breathe. If I really want to go test myself, if I, if I feel that confident, I will go to Oyama's and I will fight Chito Vera and Alex Perez and whoever, uh, Ricky Simone over there and the, those guys. And they will, they will, they'll put me in check. They will, you know, they, the, sure, I'm sure I'll get some clean shots and I might take them down, score a little sure. bit, but I'm not a fighter anymore. I'm out, you know, it's, it's, it's done. And now it's my time to teach and to really come back to the, the, the mixed martial arts community. Cause you have this, this gladiator syndrome, um, which feels good when you're there, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you're breathing smoke, just, you know, you're just a savage. You're put on a pedestal. You can finally getting paid a bunch of money to do yeah. this. Finally, I mean, you see this, this, this amazing amalgam of talent and skill and all this craziness that has to happen for it to be achieved. Mm-hmm. But man, I helped build something that was, it's, it's on false footing. We're martial artists. We can't, we cannot carry ourselves like this. Yeah. I hate to say it, but we're not boxers. And even boxers sometimes carry themselves better than we do. We're the educated sport. And, and again, I don't mean to put down boxing, but it's, 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 MMA is a bunch of college graduates. 
Mm-hmm. You know, people like that. Boxing's most likely not. Yeah. You know, it's it's more of a, of a, a impoverished sport. Do you see a little bit of yourself when you're helping people kind of break through or in everybody? Yeah. We're all the same. Yeah. We're all afflicted with the human condition, as Terrence said. Mm. And Terrence um, yeah, the late great Terrence McKenna. Yeah. And the one way to fix it is psychedelics. Because it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, color, race, creed, country. Yeah. Uh, you have the human condition. Doesn't matter the language. You know, I, I'm I'm now in an immigrant household. You know, with with you know crazy Eastern Europeans. What's your address? <laughs> <laughs> and and they're all giant. Uh-huh. You know, um, and, and it's just the, the there's doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah, that it's it's all the same. That's where I really think true help comes from. I think we just we lost our humanity somewhere around along the way, and finances came in there, or we can do the standard line of big pharma this and big pharma that and whatever i just we forgot to look at the fact that there's a part of you that's just like me we are vastly different we've had vastly different upbringings but there's a part of you that's just like me and so that's one of the reasons why the major reason why i do this podcast is that when i'm and i made this mental shift a few months ago actually is that when i'm doing a podcast or when i'm talking to people like you i'm imagining that i'm on the other side five years ago because I don't care what political line you are on, red, blue, doesn't make a difference. The fact that 22 or 20 veterans a day come back and kill themselves, but yet one one situation, one session from you, the fact that depression, anxiety, the second leading cause of death, ages 10, ages 10, Ian, to 34 is suicide. The fourth leading cause, ages 35 to 54, is suicide. The fastest growing group, it's increased threefold, and you, this will touch your heart. Threefold and depression, anxiety, suicide attempts, and self-harm hospitalizations are little girls ages 11 to 16. I say this all the time. I still have some work to do because there's people in this world that I fucking hate. And I haven't been able to deal with that. And I don't want them to live a nanosecond in the mental fucking despair that I had when I was in that fleabag motel ready to take my life. We lost our humanity. When we have a modality like psychedelics, like yoga, like breathing tech techniques. And this is not screened from the top of the mountain and prescribed to everybody. It breaks my fucking heart. I, it, it embarrasses me to be emotional in front of you. But this is, this is not, it's not okay. There's so many people hurting this pandemic, this coronavirus, alcohol consumption is up over 300%. And that's including um, bars and restaurants closed, domestic violence, child abuse, depression, anxiety, suicides about 124% year over year, just from already the, the statistics, statistics are coming in. Something has to happen. Something has to change. And it fucking irritates me that someone like you that has a modality like psychedelics that is proven by science through Harvard, through John Hopkins, has the data and it's not, it's not, Everything should shut down, and this should be promoted <laughs> on every single it is, thing. It is. It, it hurts. Is. That's the thing. My heart. It's happening. We are shut down, and you can't take trips outside. But everyone is taking trips inside. People are doing it on Zoom. You know, there, there's a it, it, this this it, the wave is changing. You got to think the the science is already here. The science is passing us by. It's going okay. We're good. Trains going this way, and public opinion will come soon after. Now, with everyone being locked down, again, not everyone, but, you know, everyone being locked down and a large portion of people are very unhappy. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, for a while, I was like, oh, well, if you had your shit together during this time, you know, you were fine. I'm like, 
I'm lying to myself. Yeah. You're, it's, it's heavy right now. And it, the word is out and this snowball isn't going anywhere. It's getting bigger and bigger. And as well, it's just, we just toss it down the, the top of Everest. Mm-hmm. It's coming and no one can get out of its way. I mean, I brought, this was a year, a little over a year ago, I think. I brought a psilocybin study to the UFC. Me, of all people. I was just, you know, I, I think I'd just taken a bong rip. And I was like, my house, mm-hmm, not a good idea. Who I have on my phone, my fiance or my girlfriend at the time, you know, Del Jolly from Unlimited Science and, uh, and, and Jeff Nowitzki from the UFC inviting me to his new house that he purchased out. You know, he had a uh, housewarming party. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is my time to think. Okay. I was like, girlfriend. I go, Dell. I go, hey, you want me to pitch a, a psilocybin study to the UFC? He's like, what? Okay, hold on. So, of course, I, I talked to Jeff and I go, you know, this, this is what I want to do. And he goes, you're crazy. That's illegal. I go, no, no, no. Girlfriend's a scientist. I work with unlimited sciences. He goes, okay, get me FDA approval in a major university. I said, I already got it. <laughs> I already work with you on a certain level with CBD. I know I need to be FDA approved. I know I yeah. need a major university, so I got it. You know, that just shows you you have major sporting organizations doing this. I mean, the NHL with Daniel, you'll find mm-hmm. out, is trying to blackball him. And yeah, that, <laughs> good luck, guys. Yeah. Because we're coming. Right. Uh, but, you know, NFL players, I, I talk to high-level individuals, high-net-worth individuals, these super individual people, super, super influential people. Mm-hmm. Whether they're from, from sports or entertainment, they're all reaching out, or they have been over the last year. Um, and I'm talking seriously the best of everything. Right. The best f- f- every sport. <clears throat> I don't even throw it out there. Uh, are hitting me up going, hey, I see what you're doing. We need to do some work. And I just go like, look at my phone because I work from my phone. I don't really have yeah. a computer. I'm just like, oh, I'm always there like a little kid all giggly. You yeah. know, it's, it's happening. The pollination effect has happened. Is is happening? You have the stars, the people with blue check marks. Yes, because people don't listen to doctors, scientists anymore. Is that crazy? Uh, or maybe they never have because, yeah. bec- and that's because it's been manipulated this whole time. Valid. Everything our parents Valid. was taught was wrong. Their grandparents, yes, uh, religion, science, food, all that stuff was was manipulated because of the dollar. Yeah, because of someone else's greed, and that's why we need to take a step back and go look at. There's still good people in this space. Yeah. It was just a broken system. The whole system is, every system is broken. So we can't just poo-poo these people, but we have to start listening. You know, because when people like myself take it upon themselves to educate, and number one, educate themselves, where, where do I get my information from? I'm lucky enough where I can roll over every morning and go, sweetheart, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking again, and I have all, the, all these things that I read and wrote, and you know, I, I have to go over it all. But, I point to them. Mm-hmm. And if people don't understand, if they can't understand Dr. Zach Bush, I'll break it down for them. People like that are very complex and they use really big words. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure most of them out. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's the whole system having people like myself who are a bridge to those, those, those super intellectuals that are just trying to get the word out and no one will listen to them. Yeah. You know, to the celebrities that maybe they can't put themselves on the line like I can. You know, they have a much bigger following. And if they do, kudos to them. Right. You see someone with a couple million followers posting, you know, picture on their Instagram, them eating a mushroom. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. I don't even know you, but thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for these people because, uh, 
as we see the failed system and failing more and more with our country, with the greatest nation on the planet, mm-hmm. people are taking it upon themselves more and more to to just do whatever they want. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that, that goes in a lot of ways, but we'll say specifically with psychedelics, it's working. It's yeah. that pollination effect is happening. Yeah, I saw it in my own household. It's just my wife and I, but I've always been a proponent or open to psychedelics. I went down to Costa Rica and did um, ayahuasca ceremony, which was absolutely life-changing. It's something that I can't, I can't, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, but I can't recommend enough. It's just completely and utterly life-changing. <laughs> but my wife is very, I try to uh, get her to do mushrooms. She did it. She's just like very anti, like super okay. anti. And a- after doing it? After doing it. Okay. It was a small amount. wasn't, it was maybe just a, a cap and a stem because I just wanted to ease her into it. Um, and she's very business minded. She does extremely well. She has her own company. She's very atypical type of thing. But here I am. I come home the other day. Just what you said, because somebody has a blue check mark next to their name, she's on the couch watching Goop. Who, who's the <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow has a has a episode about um, and Gwyneth mushroom. didn't even eat him in the episode. I was like, what? Are, why? Are, yeah, I was so I was like, why? 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 Are, well, you need to eat them right now. And, and I tell people, I don't care how you got here. At this mm-hmm. point, I'm done getting angry at people not listening to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if you saw it on Goop or you saw it on HBO, wherever you saw this information that 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 sent you my way or to one anyone in this space, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, thank you. It is the right way to be. Yeah. And and it just takes time. It takes people like myself or or if she needs to talk to a woman, have her talk to Reina. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's again a a woman who's who's conquered the world in certain aspects in her craft, you know, yeah. being a scientist and skincare, you know, scientist building all that stuff, selling your products on TV and you know, she came into psychedelics through a completely different path than I did. You know, mine was party, party, crazy, psycho, you know, really irresponsible. And hers was through meditation and being able to get those uh, DMT releases through breathwork and meditation. Yeah. And somehow we met in the middle. You know, I'm sure it was a party I was hosting. But, sure. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it was like, it, it just shows you the spectrum is so big. Yeah. It, that, that, yeah, that, just in the last few months, like I said, I've been listening to this whisper. So the vast range of individuals discussing psychedelics so i there's a lot more but these are the, the big names that everybody's going going to know is that you have mike tyson talking about um correct m, m- five meo dmt five that, that's that's i'm now working with with his people it's oh, really exciting actually that's freaking awesome <laughs> so you have him and then the very next day i have tony robbins he's talked about it, so he just did a a heroic mm-hmm. dose from what i said and then you have you you have neil brennan we have Daniel Car- um, Carcillo, and then you have Gwyneth Paltrow. All those people together could not be more different. Some of them yeah. more similar than the others, but could not be more different on opposite sides of the of the financial realm, opposite sides of political. Of everything. And then there's a shit ton more that I could have say or we, we could say. And so that's what I like because, hey, maybe my wife doesn't connect to, to you and Daniel or, or Neil, but she connected to – the goop lady i keep forgetting her name gwyneth Gwen- paltrow sorry sorry Gwen. there's that- so, there's some there's now somebody for everybody yeah exactly and I, I i tell people this again i'm staying in my lane i'm working with fighters and vets those that's my lane yeah. you know sure i can work with just about anybody i guess um but like what business do i have working in the hood yeah sure, sure. 
most of my friends that are black are super thuggy. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just the fucking guys I resonate with. Bobby Green and, you know, like, fuck YG. Uh, these nice. people that, that I've, I've met that I just connect with. But do I have, what business do I have going into the hood and giving psychedelics to a community of people that I know nothing, I, I really don't know that much about? Yeah. Or going into the trans community or gay community or whatever. Like, there's, there's so many people in this world. We need help. We need more educated individuals who are well trained mm-hmm. to help take care of everyone else that's f- coming through the floodgates. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. And, this will very soon be an industry that um, has certifications, that has these certain things mm-hmm. where you can, you know, you can actually have a, like a very comfortable life through a d- totally different education system. Yeah. You know, that leads you back to, to Mother Nature, that leads you back to the shamanistic realm. That, I mean, this thing, wizards, witchcraft, whatever you want to call it. Like yeah. I, it's this is real. It's real life stuff, and and I mean again, I, I live with a witch, so uh, we're proud pagans. She was raised by a shaman in Serbia as a, as a grandmother in the forest. So oh, cool. So it's like you know we had a, a full a new moon ceremony last night, and it's it it, it uh, it's a lot of fun, and yeah. I, I love it because I I lost my spirituality growing up Catholic, um, and now I'm I'm starting to find it again. You know. Yeah, it's so so funny when you were talking about earlier just riddling her with questions i'd be the exact one that's why i mean i hope we'll stay stay friends but just full disclosure if we ever get out to dinner i'm going to just hound you with questions because i just i'm She's like you i just everything i just want to want to talk about them and just kind of go through i'm not sure what our what our time is but i have a couple more questions for you but before we get into that where can everybody find you how does everyone get in contact with you where can everybody get you okay so my main social media which i've been trying to change for a while now, because I'm not this person anymore, um, is is Uncle Creepy MMA. It's my old, just silly nickname from fighting. Obviously, I never took anything serious, right? Uh, having a nickname like that, and I can't get rid of my name without get rid of getting rid of my blue check mark. No way! And that blue check mark gives me access to everyone on the internet. So, it, and again, I don't really care about it, but we're we're, we're talking to Facebook. Mm. Uh, about you know transitioning to I'll, I'll lose it for a little bit and I'll get it back. It's no big deal. It just it does add a lot of validity to to just the access you have to people yeah. and when people listen to you. My my business is called the McCall Method. The McCall Method dot com. You can go see my amazing team of of people that I work with. Uh, of you know literally every generation from seventy below. You know we have a great team. You have my new podcast, The Intellectual Giants, which is cool. about to release. Uh, we've lagged, but it's Corona and it's just, sure. it lagged. It is, it's going to happen when it happens. I'm not worried about it, but it's beautiful. We shoot it down in Laguna, Laguna Sound. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, and oh, I have a new puppet show. I have a, uh, it's a, it's, Do you really? it's an, yeah, it's an adult puppet show called The Puffets. Um, and you know, P, P U F F E T S. Okay. Like smoking weed. And right. It's, it's at our, you know, CBD company, Elixir, uh, it's at our back office. There's, you know, there's a, a, a big you know, distribution hub for cannabis there. So, you know, it's, it's a funny place because we have a full media center, green screen. They have the cabin broadcasts yeah. over there and, um, we have a full puppet show. I mean, How we're, cool. we've got huge stars. Jerome Baker just signed with us. Uh, Cheech and Chong, it looks no like, way. um, some, some big rappers, which I probably can't talk about. You know, very basically the biggest names in yeah. cannabis are all jumping on, and I, I get to be the psychedelic sage. I'm going to do a whole educational side 
to, you know, to start to build content, educational content for adults yeah. about psychedelics and about healing and, and about everything. You know, I'm, well, there's so many ideas we have. It's pretty, right. pretty cool. Going back to what one of the things that you were saying earlier just stuck in my head. And I'm so proud of myself. I didn't have to write it down. I still come back to it. So, yes. I mean, I didn't got beat up that much. Is that, you know, I really dislike the moniker or the industry of, of self-help. Um, I think there's a lot of charlatans and I know that's odd considering that I'm in that space, but I'm kind of persona non grata by that stance because I'm not one of these people that think, because I say this in a factual way, not a, a you're bad. You are the 1%. You are the 1% athletically. Very few people can get to that, can get to that level. And the rest of us, the rest of the 99%, we have to be. Let me get through it before all the people start screaming. We have to be okay with where we're at. We've been sold this lie that unless we become an elite athlete, unless we become a Steve Jobs, unless we become a multimillionaire, unless we have a Ferrari, unless maybe that's just where we live, but Western civilization, unless it's, it's we get everywhere. there, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. And it's, it's a fucking lie. And as soon as you can figure out however you have to do it, like you and I have done it through ayahuasca or through psychedelics, like right where you're at is just perfect. Yeah. You can always become better. That's fine. But be happy. If you want to improve, be happy here because you're never going to be happy there if you don't figure out how to fucking deal with it here. Yeah. And it's so, so interesting. I've been saying this and I've been having this thought process. I've been trying to write this down and I get a lot of pushback when I talk to my friends around here. It's like, oh, that's kind of loser talk. And I go, but you, you work a hundred hours. You don't see your kids. You have a fancy mansion. You have a fancy, fancy car, but you're miserable. I mean, it's a scoreboard that, that you're the only person that thinks that you're the winner because everybody else is like, yeah, nice car, but your kids are suffering. You're still a dick. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, and it's not, that's it, not the, the way to live. No, it's just not. Uh, having stuff is cool. Fame and money made me a bad person. And that's no one else's fault. That's my right. own fault. Uh, but yeah. the the entitlement, the money, all this stuff people want, they want just it's just a want, want, want type of society and, and, and not, you know, what do you need right mm -hmm. now? What do you what do you what are you not giving yourself? What is your, whether it's nutrition or a hug or a smile towards someone else, or like I said, waking up in the morning and smiling. And laughing, just force it out of yourself. Go downstairs, you know, grab your loved one, tell them you love them, they look beautiful, and go outside and smoke a joint with your cat. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can get in breathwork and meditation before then, yeah, that's my morning. You know, it's 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 <clears throat> it's making these things part of daily ritual. They go, how am I going to add in all this shit you do, bro? Throughout my day, I'm so busy. I'm like. You will have enough time to sit there and text message and do all your other shit. Just these practices that I'm going to help you learn, they fit into your actual daily practice as yes. life. They're, they're just things that you should be doing, doing this way instead of doing it this way. Yeah. Or integrate the two and try and figure out your own little, little thing because you can make it work. Getting up yeah. an extra 15 minutes before to get in some breathwork and meditation, not a big deal. Really not a big deal. You know, maybe don't have six beers at night before bed in a Xanax. Yeah. Try and get a workout in and eat healthier. You know, again, you're eating food, 
Okay, you, you you fancy yourself a stud, right? You, you know, four touchdown one night in, in high uh-huh. school. Yeah. Uh, why are you putting? You know, you you're a race you're a race car, right? You're a big badass with your Range Rover. Why are you putting McDonald's in your race car? Why why aren't you feeding your body and your brain the necessary fuel you need to get through the day? If you're such a just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh. People need to do. They need to take themselves down the peg and realize, like, uh, I'm, I'm not what I think. It's my ego, and yes. that, that's a big part of psychedelics. You yeah. know, that that's a big part of what I do is I get to lead the most dangerous individuals who are, for the most part, the most tormented. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to to be the boatman. I get to ferry them across and watch them die. I get to lead, I get to lead them to their death. You know, in front of these shaman. Mm-hmm. And then I get to safely bring them back home. Yeah, we alluded to it a couple, but I want to call it out a couple times in here, but I want to call it out. If you haven't seen your episode on yeah. HBO Real Sports with Brian Gumble, it is phenomenal. Phenomenal. One Thank of you. the, it's I know he's part of it, but one of the unspoken things after I watched it with my buddy, we were talking about you, we were talking about Carbomb, but here you have Dean Lister drinking 20 beers a day. Just trying to get through his through probably, his life. Probably more. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably guy. he's probably sandbag at twenty beers a day. Can't to his own words is like I've always been a nice guy, but I was mean to everybody. And then in one day, one night, once one session, all of a sudden switches to now where he's able to. He doesn't drink anymore. He's super nice. He's like he goes. One of the things that I think he said is like I feel like myself again because he you just lose yourself some time along the way and it was just so i can't say enough about that episode i can't say enough about the work that you're doing there uh, just two last questions before we wrap up here one's kind of a two-parter what do we do if i'm sitting there and i'm listening to this and i go you know what i want to try psychedelics how where do i go how do i find some place to do it? if they're not anywhere in, in our area maybe they're listening in i got we have a lot of people listening in buffalo uh, New York. What do I do? How how do I find it? How do I go? Well, uh, there are retreats around the world. There, and by around the world, I mean all over this country. You can find them. There's a show called Kentucky Ayahuasca. Um, <laughs> what's that, oh, man? It is. It is. It's. It's a show on on Vice. That's just. It just shows you the. There's so many. There's. There's. Uh, there's healing stuff everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. And people have churches. You go in, you become a, a member of said church, like you have with us in the Earth Temple. Okay? And there again, there's somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you become a member, so now you're safe. Technically, you're safe. The government can do whatever they want. Let's be honest. Sure. They want to arrest you. They're going to arrest you. But um, if the church is properly secured... They're not going to mess with you. They, they see, they see the tide coming in. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they don't want to. I've even talked to cops who are all doing it. They're going through it themselves because they're the people that, like veterans, they go to war, especially now. Yeah. Jesus, every single day and they have to come home after right away. They're, they, 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 there's, there's, the war's not over for them. Yeah. I mean, so it's crazy to think that they, like they're all taking it upon themselves to do it. Veterans are all doing it, you know. And and if they get caught, they what? They lose all their VA stuff. Like this is it's crazy. Yeah. The system, but people are are now 
not caring about it anymore and they're doing it on their own. So I would recommend doing your research. Um, I mean, obviously I, so you I just Google or Reddit use, or use Google, okay. use Google. Um, what should they type in? I mean, plant medicine churches, okay. uh, psychedelic ceremonies, they're all over the place. I mean, it's, it's, you can find them and, and then also look for uh, a psychedelic integration circle hmm. in your area. Psychedelic integration circles is what's key because again, you're, you're sitting in a circle and you're talking about your experience because you might be able to just go find mushrooms out by yourself. Uh, which is what most people do. Yeah. And obviously don't take too much. <laughs> Go look at proper dosing and contact someone like myself. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I'd, I can, I'm not going to give you drugs. Right. Or medicine, but. I, I can I can talk you through it. I can go look at this is what you should take, or this is where where where's your comfort level. And again, I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people out there. Yeah. So you can find the medicine yourself. Not hard. Uh, ayahuasca would obviously be, be somewhat hard. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms are everywhere. Um, and just just do the a little education because that that's going to give you peace of mind. I know when I went down to um, Costa Rica to do ayahuasca, they had me do quite a few things 30 days out yeah is that is there something that you would recommend someone's listening to this it's like all right thank you ian gonna google found my church is there something that you would recommend they do before i know that you should not be on any sort of ssris or any um psycho medicine or anything like that antipsychotic stuff is there anything else that you would recommend just to get the best out of it just like when you go to the gym you would recommend drink water eat healthy exactly Diet what would you recommend exercise. before doing it 30 days out? Uh, diet and exercise, obviously, if you're not doing it already. Okay. Um, trying to take in practices like mindfulness, gratefulness, trying to, I know, and it's, I know it's hard when these people are super depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already, they're, they're, go, they're searching this out for a reason. Yeah. Um, just trying to break the bad habits, you know, the NLP, the neural linguistic programming of, of yourself. What stories are you telling other people? What stories are you telling yourself? But again, all, this is, this is hard stuff to really grasp. Yeah. Until you can get some psychedelics in you. You know, so, um, oh man, it's, 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 this isn't going to be easy. I tell people, yeah. like, look, this isn't fun. I told you, I, I bring these individuals who I care about, these, these highly stressed out, dangerous individuals that, you know, need help. They come to me, they trust me, I bring them and I watch them die and be reborn and I bring them back. And it's, this isn't fun. This isn't something I was like, oh yeah, that's what I want to do with my life. <laughs> and it's, but it's my calling. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's worth it. You know, it, it's, 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 this is my life's work. This is what I care about. And, and to, to again, Stress, just education, people. Just go online. I mean, if you want to go on to my Facebook group, it's South Orange County Psychedelic Integration Circle. I made it wordy for a reason. Yep. Not everyone needs to be there, but South Orange County Psychedelic Integration Circle. Uh, ask to follow, and I will I'll let you in, obviously. Um, and I'll put that in the show notes, so it'll be yeah, real easy. Clickable there's form. tons okay. of information. Again, from <clears throat> man, woman, science, you know, the metaphysical, the whole spectrum, everything is there. Yeah. I, I repost everything. Yeah. You know, the stories that we tell, tell ourselves, this wasn't, I have one more question for you, but isn't it funny if I were to, if you were to tell me the same things that you told yourself or, or speak to me the way, the way you spoke to yourself back in the day when you're trialing, I know for a matter of fact 
that if we were to fight, it would be, I would be done in seconds. However, if you said those things that you told yourself, we'd be fighting immensely. (laughs) And that's, you know, or or if I said the things that I told myself to your beautiful lady over here, you'd slip my throat. You, I can't believe the things that we say to ourselves. And this is just ayahuasca for me or psychedelics for, for you, psychedelics for all those people that we talked about. It's just one of the ways to stop that internal loop and just finally be kind to yourself. It's, I just think this world, it's so simplistic and there's a lot that goes into it, but I say it all the time at the end of every one of my posts, at the end of every single episode, remember to be kind to yourself. Yeah. I think if we were kind to ourselves, this entire world would change. Be kind to yourself in the way what you drink. Do you drink water or do you, do you drink tequila every day? Be kind to yourself in what you eat. Be kind to what you, um, how you treat your body. Exercise. Be kind to yourself in the way, way you treat other people because they'll treat you. If you would be kind to yourself, you will change the entire world. It sounds so simplistic, but it's so, it's so it's true. The, it's, it's changing the chemistry in your body. Yeah. Like I said, that smile, that hug, that little laughter, the, the snuggle from your cat, you know, you have oxytocin, you know, the, the yeah, uh, the God hormone or, uh, you know, it, it's, it's being able to hack your body and to know it and to really understand it yeah. is, is so important and to feel it, to know like, okay, I stopped talking that way. For a reason, I got back in the cycle and I was able to break it because mm-hmm. I knew I sat back and I understood I'm being shitty to everyone today. Let's go upstairs and change this for a second. Little breath work, little meditation, little alone time, whatever it is. Take it and and be positive. Yeah. You'll see the change in not only yourself, but you'll see it in your household. You'll see it in your children, your loved ones, your, your animals. Mm-hmm. You know, just the way you talk to people, be kind, be, be soft, be, be gentle. Uh, and it doesn't mean you can't be stern, you know, with, with, but even with your animals, like I just, I I talk to everybody. I talk to all five cats and the dog, (laughs) you know, and very calm. And it's just, that's just how it works. And I get such a better response out of people when I'm not being the person and saying the things I used to say. Yeah. Simple as that. Then, um, just last question and we'll wrap it up. How do you build your self-worth? Realistically, it's through small tasks, accomplishing small tasks that matter. Yes. Yes. You know, getting those, those simple struggles done. Yeah. The big things, I mean, they'll happen, mm-hmm. but you have to lay a foundation. You have to, you know, and, and, and these are accomplishments in, and again, the speech patterns, mm-hmm. the doing exercise and just getting things in and out done, getting bills paid. Yeah. Getting this stuff and it just, it leads you to be a better version of yourself because the efficiency, again, that energetic output, you know, it's, 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 it's just taking those small steps to build yourself up. And then just finally you can look at a big issue in front of you and go, great. Okay. I've been waiting for you. Bring it on. Now let's do this. Yeah. You know, and you're smiling. You're ready. You know, you, you don't even, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need any defensive stuff here. I've got all the other work done. Yeah. You know, it's about it's about preparation. Yeah, you want to build that wall, you got to lay that brick number one. Yeah. Go from there. Well, brother, like I said, I really do appreciate your time. Thank um, you. I know you're really, really busy, but 
you'll you'll understand this, and that's all that I care about is that you'll understand it because it's going to sound grand grandiose. Is that the world right now needs needs people like you needs. Thank you. I don't I don't care how many people you help. If you help one, that's all I give a shit about. The world needs people like you that are willing to stand up for what they feel is right and let people know, hey, this worked for me. Maybe it will work for you. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm giving. And the more times people can do that and the more times we can have conversations, we can slowly start eroding and breaking the stigma of mental health and depression, breaking the stigma of psychedelics and other modalities so people can really, really finally be kind to themselves. Yeah. That's where it all starts is, is with yourself. Yep. You know, you change somebody else to, to have, so you have a better life. <laughs> That's what people need to stop doing or stop thinking. Yeah. Fix yourself and show people the tools. Mm-hmm. Do not, you know, yeah, do not force yeah. them. Just show them. I'm in. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank man. you, sir.